Beloved. Wagwan, beloved. Wagwan. What's up with this new jail, my nigga? It seems like y'all always locked up. It's always some, some new shit. Maybe, first of all, they got the AC pumping in here like it's hot outside or some shit. <laughs> running around with the sniffles and all that, man. Damn. Shit, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the AC. The shit is blowing so hard. They said the AC wasn't even blowing in the summertime. But they got the shit on now that it got cold, which is crazy. Jesus, it's the Tampa is finally getting cooled down. We've been in the 90s forever. We're finally in the 80s now. Thank God. Shit. How, how, is, how is Tampa after that, that hurricane? Didn't touch us at all. Man. Back Didn't touch us at all. That It really reached the panhandle, like the like that little area right at the top. That's right where Georgia is and Alabama. It was mostly up there. So we didn't we didn't get any of it. We nothing. All we got was like a little bit of rain and some wind, but nothing else. No, I was talking about the other hurricane that hit y'all a couple months ago. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. We chilling. We big chilling. What's up with you though? The people loved hearing from you last week. Ain't nothing. I just came from yoga, so it's a lot of they call it yoga. So you know, I had to go and get some yoga. <laughs> you had to find your chi. Uh, you had to find your chi? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's, what's up. What's going on out there? What's new? <sighs> Ain't nothing new. I, I found a production company. So I'm about to shoot this pilot next month. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Put it out there. See what the people think. See if anybody want it. And go from there. That's about it for me, man. What's up with you? Okay. What else do you do? You be shooting hoops or anything in there? What you said? Do you ever shoot hoops? You don't play no basketball or nothing? Hell no. They got a basketball court right here. I walk past that shit every day. <laughs> I just never was really into sports. Like, even when I was younger, my mom, I, like, I, I was on the basketball team when I was young. I knew how to jump high. I used to be the center and I was the shortest kid. Oh but, my God. Uh, I was in this, like, my mom's put me in a swimming school and acting school. So I was doing improv when I was young. When everybody else was, like, on the basketball team, I was doing improv. So you was a thespian. Yeah, so <laughs> the was I didn't like sports anyway because it's too aggressive, you know what I mean? And, like, I didn't, I didn't have any sportsmanship. I didn't understand that you could, like, you know, damn man, clip somebody by the throat and they'd be all right after that. I thought you were supposed to have a fight after that. And that's exactly how I felt about a lot of stuff. Like Brent, 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 you know, I got kicked out of a bunch of soccer leagues when I was younger because I didn't know how to control my anger whenever anybody would like trip me or, you know what I'm saying, do all type of shit and I didn't get a red card, a yellow card for them. Then I would just fight and I will get kicked out of a bunch of leagues. And then I, that's when I kind of introduced, uh, got introduced to basketball. But we were talking about MMA, mixed martial arts and UFC. And I was telling him, how do you stop fighting somebody that just kicked you in your face and was trying to choke you out just because a bell rang. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, but I'm. He's like, it's a discipline. I said, I'm from the hood. I don't got that discipline, my nigga. Ain't no bell finna stop me if a bitch just stole me in my face or kicked me in my nose or something. Nigga, it's to the death. <laughs> it's to the fucking death. Fuck that bell. 
shit, I don't like that shit. And I was like, that's that. I don't like all that contact. Especially in here, I don't play any games. I don't even play chess with people because they get aggressive. Like, everything becomes a competition, then it might turn into a bet. And I'm not trying to be in here gambling because those are the first dudes that get stabbed in the head is dudes just gambling. Oh, my so, God. So it's like real life. nobody back. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I don't indulge in certain things. Competition. Any type of competition could turn into an argument. It could be connect fall. So I just stay away from certain things. I don't really watch the TV too much. If I see somebody I know on it, I might stop and look at it. But it's just so much shit. Like people, you got people that really live here. Like it's really their house. So they might tell you like, oh, it's my house, motherfucker. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you're right. You're 100 percent correct. I'm just a guest. Pardon me. You know what I mean? And move on with your shit. And that's crazy because it just seems like like the same shit that happens out here, like even on social media, you see people arguing about Fox News and CNN and, you know, Republicans and Democrats and all this the shit that's going on. It's we just watching CNN this morning. It's still woke. And he said, you motherfuckers just want to be brainwashed, put it on Fox News. <laughs> I was like, I said, listen, you, I said, you took this entirely too serious. We were just reading the story about the... Um, People be bored oh, and just wanting a reason to fight. Jail, jail is like out here. It seems like just One niggas. Thing I know is that I do not belong here. I know that I don't have anything in common with most of these people at all. Yeah, that's a fact. They go social media. I, I think I posted some. Uh, Aiden had Aiden had a Dorito uh, about three weeks ago for the first time, um, and it's the one they finally made some that don't have dairy in it. That spicy nacho or whatever is no cheese in it or dairy. So I let him try a Dorito. So this weekend we was tailgating. I let him have another Dorito, and I posted it on Instagram. And these motherfuckers be in my mentions telling me, you know, that's bad for your kid. You shouldn't feed your kid that. And I just be like, I didn't ask your opinion, nigga. I didn't ask you shit. Thank, thank you for volunteering. Yeah. Thank you for volunteering. Well, you know, that's one of the biggest problems in the world is people minding their business. And yeah. I'm figuring it out. It was also one of my problems, me minding my business. You got to mind your business sometimes and realize that it has nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, my God. What me feed my kid Doritos got to do with you? It's, the Dorito pack doesn't say, oh, let us have an age limit on a Doritos pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like liquor. You're acting like, you're acting like, you over here giving them Hennessy shots or something. Like. Right. It's just people are so caught up in trying to tell other people what to do from a private page with no posts, you know, followers. Like, they just get what on the internet. Right now? It's, a, it's a big, it's a big health thing, right? 
right? Everybody wants to be healthy. Like, you know, I was in the juice and heavy before I left. I was on a quest tonight. I wasn't eating red meat, actually, when I was out there. Right. Um, occasional Axel shows up after the hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real facts. Uh, Real facts. That, I was staying away from red meat, but I got here. Yeah, I didn't have that much selection, so I, I had to start eating red meat again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people, people are, it's like a health thing that people are on. They also are being big, big on being victims. Like, whatever the circumstances might be, it's like, it's like you're actually being left out right now if you were never victimized in any type of way in your life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's annoying. Accused, you had to be sexually assaulted, maybe. You had to be attacked. It's just something you have to, like, in order to be in right now, you have to be some type of victim. That's what I feel like. Yeah, it's like not cool to not have something wrong with you or not have something have happened to you or some shit like that. Yeah, it's not even cool. It's not cool for you not to care. So, like, if you don't care that somebody went through something, that's none of my business. I'm on the quest of minding my business right now. Yeah. If something happens to you and I turn my head, it has nothing to do with me. Call the authorities or whoever you need to call, call your psychologist. (laughs) It has nothing to do with me. I'm not trained in that field, you know what I mean? Speaking of 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 therapists and psychologists, I was reading a billboard magazine, and it was like a critic of of country music, and I can read it stories. I'm like, damn, yo, I wonder has this dude ever been attacked in his life for saying somebody's albums like, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, this shit has to only happen in hip hop. You know what I mean? Where people get offended, offended. Yeah, I wonder. I never really thought about the other genres and how crazy their their fans and uh, you know and consumers oh, might be. Crazy. I was just sitting there and I was thinking about how some of the offices look. How the majority of the record labels are nothing but really white people working there, and they're watching videos of some black kid from Kentucky with a hundred guns in it, and he's talking about really nothing, and they're, they're judging the video to see if it's hot or not. And they're like, hey, Tex, what do you think about this? I think this guy's hot. And then I watch the video and I say, this is the most ignorant dumb shit I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> but these are the people who are, who are dishing this shit out. What I've realized is that we're being dished out. Like, there's more J. Coles and Kendricks out there. They right. just start giving them a chance. Nope. They don't want them to like, come to life. They don't want to speak positivity. They're not giving them a chance. They only, they're only pushing... The Zanny poppers and the lane drinkers. Yeah, this is what they're pushing on us because the thing is, is that they control the industry. Whatever they want to come out is what comes out. So, which means that they can sign whoever they want to sign. They want to sign nothing but the ignorant shit. That's what they want to sign. Yeah. You're exactly right because that's all that's being pumped out and fed to the youth. And a lot of these rappers, there's so many of them, I don't even know who they are. I can't even just tell who's who. They all sound alike. They're saying the same shit. And I, that's why I just start listening to 90s and 2000s hip-hop and R&B. I just go back to my genuine Usher, you know. I just go back to Neo, the shit that I just know, like, makes me feel good. Like, I just, I can't even get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it had a uh, path. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just no content. Like, it's just, it's just, they give you 13 songs that they just, it's just 13 songs. That's it. There's no songs with no feeling. They no all got the same beat. 
Yeah. Nobody ever gets their heart broken anymore. Niggas don't love women. <laughs> it's different. That's, a, that's another situation. I say, yo, listen, how the R&B dudes don't even love women no more? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the music is so different. Because you got to compete with what everybody appears to be into, which is fucking hoes, getting high, drinking lean, and, and talking about how many cars you have and how many Rolexes and how much money you got. That's pretty much what it is. Shit is A lot of people are having fake jewelry anyway. Like a whole bunch of this shit. Everybody don't got those watches. Everybody's not getting one. Aiden's right here. He wants to say hi. Say hi to Tex. Hi. Yo, Aiden, what's up, beloved? Good. How you feeling, man? Good. Second grader now. That's good, man. Starting to, starting to, uh... Starting to change and grow up on me. He he passed my titties now. He tall. What you He's passed my titties now. Oh, Aiden? Yeah. Aiden getting tall out there. He trying to play ball. You put him in sports yet? Nah, he's really into art right now. So he's we just focus on the art. Um, you know, he says he loves basketball. He loves it. He loves to watch and everything. So I think we might put him on a team next year with one of his friends just to see how he, he likes it. But... We ain't gonna force it on him. We gonna let him let it come to him if he wanna play sports. Yeah. You never know. But these kids, they about to hang up on us, beloved. It's all you see how fast we be going? That's cause we love each other. We just be talking. <laughs> but I'm coming to see you on uh November, I think. 18th, 19th, somewhere around there. Right, cool. I'm coming to yeah, see you. Yeah, I know. Make, make sure you send that form back so you approve you. Definitely will. And you be safe out there, too. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, it's about to hang up on Oh, that's the end. Make sure you be safe, though, bitch.
What up, though? I Heart Miko Podcast, October 23rd, 2018. I feel like I'm coming in hot. Let me adjust. Let me adjust. Um, what up, though? Thank you guys for joining me. I know last week's audio was um, a bit trash, to be honest, and I apologize. I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm trying to record in my house here in Tampa. It's not working out too good. I've been looking for some studios. If any of you guys know a studio locally that I can record in, please hit me up in the comments when I post the podcast. I appreciate it. I have not found a single one. Actually, I I take the back. I did meet with one guy today and we might be able to work something out. So hopefully that works out. If not, I have to just continue to record from the house. But I did work on it, so I'm hoping that this episode is much better. Um, But I apologize. Um, I was going to start this with um, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yay! We won the game Sunday. We beat the Browns by the skin of our teeth on a 59-yard field goal in overtime with about a minute and something on the clock. Like, how much more dramatic... Could it have been? I mean, but I felt like because it was the Browns, like it was going to be dramatic. I felt like, I thought it was going to be a tie because I just felt like the Browns are the perfect team to have like fucking two ties in one season after Donut in the year before. Um, That organization, man, so much struggle happening over there. But one thing that I do respect and I love, and I don't know if you guys follow me on social media, I talked about the Browns fans and how dedicated and loyal they are. And I mean, y'all's just a cool bunch. I'm pretty sure there's some assholes. I'm sure there are. But overall, the Browns fans are probably the, the best fan base in football. And their team is like the worst. So it's like, if you're going to be an asshole fan, you should have a right to be one if you're a Browns fan. But motherfuckers is just walking around Tampa with Crown Royal, Crown Apple, Pouring shots for people, just being nice, talking to people in the stands. They all ask, you want a beer? Like, they're just super nice. You know, win or lose. Just a real nice group of fans. And like I said, I'm sure there are some assholes. Everybody don't be in my mentions like, oh, I met this asshole fan. Shut up, nigga. Shut up. That's another thing I want to talk to y'all about. Minding your business. Shout out to Taxstone. Um, He said he's going to make a weekly appearance on the podcast. So, Um, You guys want to hear him. Make sure you check in every week. Um, The conversation is going to go around whatever it is that we want to talk about. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's in depth. You know, so just whatever's going on between us. And I record that day. He calls me all the time. We still talk all the time. He's still my mentor. We still, you know, are very close and as close as you can be with somebody in jail. But, you know, um, we were talking about people minding their fucking business. And I feel like that's part of social media that I absolutely hate. It's like, it doesn't matter what you say. Somebody got a problem with it. Like some, like a girl told me she didn't like my hair on one of the pic- pictures I posted. Like, bitch, I don't care. Who asked you? Did I fucking ask you? Did I come on your page talking about them ugly ass kids you keep posting, bitch? See how mean that is? Mind your fucking business. If somebody posts something that you don't like, you don't have to inject yourself. You don't have to. You can scroll past. You can just not like it. 
Scroll on past, bitch. If you don't like what I gotta say, cause you know I got a slick mouth. I'm gonna say some slick ass shit, and then y'all can get mad and wanna cry and then call me all out my name. Then I gotta block you. Cause now I can't keep going back and forth with you niggas. Duval told me we're not doing that no more. So now I'm either gonna ignore you, or if you get disrespectful, I'm gonna block you. That's it. I don't have time. Not going back and forth. Not gonna keep arguing with y'all. I'm gonna take my shots when I feel like it, laugh at y'all, and then block you. It's not even fun anymore to come at me because I'm not even the same bitch. I'm a whole nother bitch, okay? Another comment I get a lot on social media is that I'm riding my husband's coattail. That's why I have everything that I have. And it's like, what the fuck do I have? I have a podcast. I have a lot of money. But when you ride somebody's coattail, it's presumed that I got like an ESPN job or I'm on TNT, an NBA on TNT or some shit. And because of my husband's name, shut the fuck up, Okay. Ain't no coattail I can ride on. I'm a real ass bitch. And a lot of people don't even want to be associated with me because I'm too real because I might fuck up their check. So nigga, I'm out here riding my own wave. Fuck out of here. Because if I wasn't, you would see a lot of other celebrities, a lot of other big names on here. But people don't want to fuck with me because they got to actually know what the fuck they talk about when they come on my podcast. You, you, you regular fucking reporters, beat writers for teams, a lot of them can't come on my podcast. I will expose them niggas. Because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So if I got somebody on here, you got to know that they're at least real enough that, that, that I got them on here. Because ain't no fakers coming on here. Ain't no bullshit over here. Never. Never no bullshit. Um, hmm, what else is going on with me? Not not too much else. Um, I'm sure you guys heard in the interview with Tax. I'm trying to shoot a pilot for my own sports talk show. I've been talking about it for years. And it's just time to do it. It's just time to say fuck it. Put the content out there. See if anybody bites on it. If not, I mean, I got the money to do my own show on YouTube every week if I want to. And just put it out there. And let the people that fuck with me listen to it. I might just do that. I might just do that. I don't know. But I'm definitely going to try to, you know, sell it to somebody because the content is going to be dope. It's going to be shit you've never seen on other shows. It's not going to be boring. It's going to be real. And I'm going to be talking about shit everybody else is scared of. Okay? So... I hope y'all fuck with me then. I hope y'all passing my link around. The numbers was weak last week. And I think it's because I haven't gotten it on Spotify, iHeartRadio. All my shit's a little backed up. Trying to get it all synced and linked back up because I'm not on Audio Boom right now. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to Audio Boom. I had to take a three-month break, which broke the contract. So I don't mind being solo. I like flying solo any goddamn way. That's just who I am. But um, once I get everything together, I hope y'all fuck with me enough to pass my link around and show show a bitch some love so I keep doing it for y'all. Um, it's a lot to happen this week in sports. I'm going to have, uh, y'all know I'm going to have Raider Bounty on. Come on now. I'm going to have my nigga on because, of course, the Raiders are a fucking dumpster fire right now. And, and I love it. Um, so we're going to talk about that. He and I are going to also talk about, um, the. we're going to pick our top three teams in each division, AFC and NFC, you know, see if they're pretenders uh, or contenders. We'll talk about that. Um, we'll get into just some random shit on social media. And also up first, I'm going to have Hustle on. I know a lot of you guys have been requesting him. We're going to talk about all the Lakers and Rockies shenanigans. We're going to talk about 
some of the game. There's nine games on yesterday, nine fucking games. So we're going to talk, break a couple of them down, talk about, you know, it's early. It's, it's, it's early. You know, it's one weekend of basketball, so it's not like you can predict a lot of shit. But we're just going to talk about it and see, see how everybody's summer went. See how their offseason went. See how the preseason went. Who is flourishing because they made the right moves in the offseason? Who jails faster in the preseason? Which is, that's just what these games are about. Who's gelling the quickest? Who's getting who's getting it, you know, together fast? And you know, this could be a whole nother, you know, series and, and everything as late as as the season continues. You know, you just never know. It's 82 games, a long season. So we're gonna talk about all that and um whatever else comes up. So let me see what my nigga hustle is real quick. Yo yo. What up? I heard Renee in so long. Oh my god, welcome back. Did you did you miss me? Yeah, I miss you, man. I can't even lie I miss you like a motherfucker. Just talking yeah. about everything. You, I know y'all tried to get me back in the fantasy league. I won't fuck it with y'all. Yo, I just man, I just need a break from football, man. I just needed to exhale and not like care. You know, like just legit not care, not watch football for a while but you know when basketball came back around it was on I was like okay it's time to time to dust off the, the microphones and get back out here and talk to my people so I got you out here how's everything going in Dallas oh man everything's fantastic man you know good grinding okay using my multiple talents <laughs> using my multiple talents <laughs> using, using your multiple talents that's sick that'd be good yeah, so um, we're going to cut right to it. As I told you, we're going to be in and out on here real quick. Um, first things first, everybody wants our opinion on the Lakers and Rockets brawl. What would you call that? Was that a brawl? No, nah, that was just a little, little dust up. A little dust up? <laughs> so dust up. Chris Paul got dusted up then because he took the most punches. But... Um, <laughs> Take the most punch. You got a sucker punch from uh, from anger, and we're gonna talk about every punch first of all. Do you think the sucker punch is legit? Do you think that's like him saying I'm riding for my team, or is that a bitch move? I mean, it just depends. I mean, most people, I personally don't like it, but it depends on the hood. Some hood, some people don't care. They be like, you know, do whatever. That's the enemy. Well, go have to. It could be five this one. So it's just like, fuck it. We don't care if you ain't looking or not, you're going to get sucker punched. Yeah, that's how it is. Some people, some people view it like that. Some people be like, I'm going to give them a family. It just depends on the question. I, um, I don't, like I said, I try to be aware about what it's regarding. You know what kind of women. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of the fairway type. I don't really like uh, sucker punches because... To me, like it's just not it's not a fight. It's really like it's almost like um we having a knife fight and you shoot me. It's like what? <laughs> if we agree you know, it's just I don't know. I'm off the sucker punch. No, no, that's that's true, but some people be like, they don't care about a fair fight. They just wanna see you hurt. That's that that's that new shit. Yeah, it's new. So yeah, it's some weird people like you know what I mean, like so a lot of people might not realize this, but Chris Paul and Rondo have beef from before, right? I, I didn't know. 
You say you were? I was aware, yeah. Yeah, so do you think it all started back when Rondo didn't make the All-Star team? Do you think that's when it started, or is it something else? It could have been the All-Star team, uh, or maybe, I mean, the, con- the comments he made when he was talking about him being the best for guard in the league and being a champion and all that, you know, when everybody was saying Chris Powell was the best. And that was when Rondo yeah. said he'll never win a championship. And he's been right so far. That's rude as fuck, but he's been right. He has Chris Ball has not won a championship. So, so it's like a, a lot of bad blood between them. But randomly, you know, finally LeBron is, you know, on the West Coast and playing as a Laker with Rondo, but playing against one of his best friends, Chris Paul. And so the other controversy and issue everyone was talking about was fact that LeBron was like pulling Chris Paul aside, like walking him off and all that. What is your opinion of how LeBron handled the situation, being that he's a Laker and he's supposed to be fighting with his team or is he supposed to be riding with his best friend? Yeah, he knows. He, and that's some weird shit. He ain't gonna hit your best friend. He gonna like, you break it up. Y'all don't need to be fighting. Y'all don't need to be fighting. Y'all don't need to be fighting. Yeah. Y'all don't need to be fighting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like fans don't understand that because they don't really get how you could, you, you gotta go at your best friend in a basketball game a lot. You know, that's that's different than actually fighting and seeing that. And I just feel like LeBron is is mature, first of all. And at the end of the day, that's his nigga. He just met the Lakers. He's met the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron doesn't get so much. He can take match for, for, for anything. Everything, yeah. He can't do nothing. He, he, he can't win. It don't matter. He can't do nothing, right? Right. So I, I feel like he probably... You know, was was basically saying like, "Now nah, this is my nigga Young I'm finna keep on punching this nigga." So he got sucker punched by Ingram. You know, uh, Rondo snuffed him, and it's just like he looking at the homie getting beat up. And a lot of people should understand that you're not finna sit there and let the homie get beat up. You gonna break it up at least. Ain't nobody tell him to. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, damn, you know, you can't, you can't get mad. I, I don't feel like you can get mad at LeBron for that. I can't. That's that's not like one of his cool friends. Like that's literally like he spent his vacations with him. Their kids are together. Like they are like family. You know, and it's just a little bit different. But what I do like about it is that Rondo don't give a fuck that that's LeBron's best friend. He don't give a fuck. No, he don't give a fuck. I saw a quote where they was asking him, they was asking him, like, what did the Lakers say to you about the suspension? And they was like, and he said, they knew who they signed. <laughs> I said, respect. <laughs> they knew what they signed. It's the same thing with me. These teams know when they sign Brent Grimes, Miko Grimes comes as, with a package deal, nigga. Don't fuck with my man, I'm gonna fuck with you. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He said they know what they signed up for. And he, and he also said he did not spit on him. He said that was not intentional. What is your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I don't think, I really, really don't think it's intentional. I'm sorry. It could be, I don't know. But Rondo's a dirty, but you know he's dirty though, right? I don't see nobody spitting on nobody though. And then turning away. Like, yeah. I don't care. I feel like if you spit on somebody, he's going to be ready to go. Yeah. After that. I, I feel that. That's I, why. That. 
I feel that. I do feel that. And I do feel like, you know, he was saying his hands were down. The only thing that makes me think that Rondo tried to spit on him is because he's a dirty nigga. That's it. His previous history is it's like his past. Because, you know, because everything he's saying makes sense. What did he do Rondo is always trying to fight somebody. You remember when he, they had a picture of him when he was playing for uh, Kentucky with kicking somebody in the neck and shit. Rondo is dirty. Rondo's yes, Rondo. Yes, Chris Paul. That's what I'm saying. They both dirty. They both don't. don't I'm not saying Chris Paul is the same. He is horrible. Chris Paul is dirty. He flops. He hits people. Like I've seen him punch people. Like on the ground, step on people. Like he's done some oh, dirty I'm ass shit. No, Rondo's done some shit too, dog. Rondo, they, you know. I, they they are equally dirty ass niggas, so that's why I, I didn't put it past either one of them. Now, it is my opinion that Chris Paul is officially a bitch because, first of all, if you thought that nigga spit on you, he should have got a whole two piece spicy with a biscuit, some honey on it, a strawberry soda, nigga. You should have fed this nigga a meal if you thought he spit on you. Then he bang bang you, yeah, like nigga, what? I don't know, my nigga. I think that's why LeBron helped him. I think I feel like that's why LeBron was like, man, let me get my nigga, cause he getting fucked up. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass though. Like he saved that nigga, cause look, you saw Melo wasn't coming to help, nigga. Nobody was coming to help. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just sitting back looking, observing, like, oh shit, they beating his ass. At least LeBron came in and got niggas off of him to help him. Yeah, Melo is He was just he should have had some popcorn. Camilla <laughs> was sitting there <laughs> kicking it, my nigga, watching the whole shit go down. I was like, wow, okay. Can't count, can't count on that nigga. He was snuck around this time, too. You said what? <laughs> what you say? He got one in the red back this time, too. Oh, my God. You know right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Damn. So, um, anyways, the suspensions is happening. Um, I don't, I, I feel like that fight wasn't really worthy of, I think they did all those suspenses just to send a signal and send a message that y'all gotta quit swinging on each other. Cause it really wasn't that big of a fight. I mean, it was, but it could have been way worse, you know, and to give them all those days. And this is like, you know, who are you really hurt? You hurt in basketball right now. Like knock it off. <laughs> you hurt in basketball, but niggas. But niggas do need to chill out and not be swinging on each other and all that dumb shit. Keep your hands to yourself. Everybody know basketball players are punks anyway. I don't know why they... All the hard niggas is gone. Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson. Them niggas out the league. Everybody else Everybody else is pansies. I don't really know who who the hardest nigga in the league right now besides Rondo. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, Zach Randolph. Oh, he's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. Boom. He'll he'll come get you. He'll he'll come he'll come put some hands on you. 
I forgot about him. <laughs> no shade, my nigga. I, f- I almost forgot about you. Um, so let's talk about uh, some games that took place yesterday. Like I said, there was nine games uh, yesterday. We're kind of going to talk about a couple of them. You want to start off with Celtics Magic? Celtics Magic, man. Crazy game to me. Um, first of all, I'm right here in Tampa. Orlando's about an hour away. I went to like two games last year. And I just, they just never really put up a fight. And I just really can't see myself driving there. Because I try to get a driver to drive me there. But the drivers out here don't let you smoke weed in their car, which is weak as fuck. So I got to drive myself to the game. And then I got to drive back after the game. I thought I had drinks and shit. So it's like the, the magic ain't making it worth it for me. But I don't know. Am I tripping or do they look like they got a little fight in them this year? They got, they got an identity now. I don't know the direction they go. They still gonna be trash, but they gonna be they gonna like be in games. Like it's gonna be worth the drive to go down there and watch. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see that too. Uh, Boston lost the game, close game. What was what was that final score? Shit, ninety three to ninety. Ninety three to ninety was the final score. A low scoring tip, you know, compared to what we've been seeing early in the season. What happened? What happened to Boston? I do too. I was talking to Brent um, game one and I was telling him that I felt like Gordon Hayward was going to be the one that ended up coming off the bench. And it's not like that's a bad thing. I mean, their bench was incredible last year too. It's kind of like a, a second starting five low key because there's so much talent. And I feel like because he didn't jail with them, because he didn't have any time with them, it seems like he's the one, like, he's, and outside of him just being pale as fuck out there with all these niggas, it just looked like he don't fit right now. It looked like they trying to get him balls, get him minutes, get him everything, where last year everybody was just finding the hot hand at the right time. Too much. I just, they just, they have too much 
Kyrie came to this team because he wanted to get from LeBron's shadow, in my opinion. You know, he just wanted to be the man. And then he goes down with an injury because on this team, they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. Now here he is. Can he even be that nigga this year? Are these niggas looking at him like, nigga, we don't even really need you. Like, you got to fall in line with us. Like, is, is any of that happening? Because <laughs> it looked like, like, hmm? It's a yeah, lot of talent. Can you, you think that it will be get in the way? Do you think that, you know, this could be a negative for them? Like, do you think at some point that guys are going to want to be the, the guy? Like, do you think Tatum's going to want to be the guy or Kyrie's going to want to take all the shots and, you know, have the ball all the time? Like, you, you got so much on this roster. You got so many guys that could fill it up. What, what, how can they make it work? How can they make it happen? And it's still early. They're two and two, though. They've lost to, oh, they lose to the Raptors. They lost to the Magic and they beat the Sixers and the Knicks. So, kind of, kind of, the the Magic loss probably shouldn't have happened, but the other shit, you know, is kind of typical. I got the Raptors in the East Conference Finals. That was my first, my early beginning of the season prediction. I took Toronto. Over them. <laughs> you said what? Ain't no wrong with it. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, they Brent Brent told me I was crazy, but Brent, so I was like, whatever. I, I got I Yeah. It's we're gonna get it we're gonna get it Kawhi too, but I feel like the Celtics really have to now figure out how to play together again. They had to do it last year and got to the finals. Is it possible to still get back to the finals and figure it out again? They gotta get some, some less niggas as less uh, talent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, this is like one of the songs of the talented team, man. Yeah. He's a fit, he's a team player, he's a shooting three, he's a post up, he's a fit, obviously. You gotta trade two players for him. You know, this, I mean, you can't make all of that. It's gonna be, at some point, they're gonna be unhappy. That's why I feel like they're trying to force it because it's not enough. You can't have four, five, two, we're asking 20. Kyrie mm-hmm. wanna have 20. I'm sorry. Easily. Niggas trying to niggas trying to make the all star team like niggas trying to like man. Yeah, it's not enough. You got to trade them. No one just got to trade. Yeah, we got the number one kick you get from Sacramento or whoever next year. But shit, trade Harrell over and and Taylor Rozier or you know what I'm saying for for Marcus Now you got now you got Marcus Smart. Now you got less more minutes. If you gotta do something, cause you just, I just don't see it working. But Rosier, Rosier wants to be a star in the last Well, how do you think it's working in, in, in um, Golden State? Cause I mean, they got talent all over the place too, everybody that can score and they make it work. Do you think that they could right. some, go ahead? Right, that's different, that's a different type of talent. Those, their talent is catch and shoot. 
Those guys are catching shoot. They play with the pace and catching shoot. Iso, Kyrie, Iso, Tatum, Iso, Jalen Brown, you want the Iso. Mm-hmm. Of course, Iso can do a little. Those, that, that's a different type of offense. When you play with the pace, catching shooting, the way that they play is different. You know what I mean? And, and just, you know, even when they go to the bench, they got pass first, point guard, both of their point guard, Barker, Rosier, and Kyrie like to shoot. Mm. That's going to be interesting. Um, Thursday night, they're playing the Thunder. What do you think that game's going to look like? It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. I just, like I said, I'm interested to see. I want to see Schroeder and Westbrook playing together. You said you want to see who? Well, uh, uh, Schroeder. Oh. Both ball dominant. Yeah, I want to see them playing together. I want to see how they're going to work out with Paul. I want to see the pace that they play with. I want to see the They're going to have to be up and down because as many as you slow it down, it's going to stay in Westbrook's hands, and that's bad. Or it's going to be Schroeder's hands and Chris Paul will be standing on the side clapping tomorrow. I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> it's going to be fun to see a whole bunch of athleticism running up and down the course. I hope it's a fast-paced, high-scoring game. I want to see some dunks. I want to see some shit talking. I want Westbrook's nostrils to be flaring up, up and down the court. I want it, I want it all. I feel like this is going to be a really good game. Uh, who you got winning the game? I feel like we're season, and they, 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 they step up for the same game. Westbrook, Schroeder, they got to the, play the They got to the play out. It's animals, they animals yeah. early, and they yeah. lay down in the playoffs. There's nothing to do they lay down in the playoffs. It's just the game slows down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Boston. I feel like they're they going to have a lot. I feel like um, it's going to be too much for them. They got defense, too. Everybody can guard everybody over there. I'm not sure everybody over there in, th- in Oklahoma can guard all them. So I'm going to give it to Boston. We'll see. He's going to have help, though. He's going to have help. Everybody, everybody, West, nobody can stay in front of Westbrook. We already know that. Not Kyrie, not nobody else. So you always gonna have to have help on that name. That's just practice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> practice at this point. Let's practice Garden Westbrook. <laughs> That's gotta be fun though. I, I feel like Garden Westbrook, even though you'll get buckets on you, it kind of seemed like fun, like a good challenge. <clears throat> Moving on, Lakers. Lakers played the Spurs the other day. Um, yesterday. LeBron never seen LeBron start the game two and eight, two for eighteen. That was pretty interesting. Um, that was a crazy game because the Spurs tried to run away with it, and then the, the the Lakers came back. They're obviously missing Rondo and missing um, Ingram, so they're short staffed. But you got to play with what you got, and they came back, got back into the game, um, took it to overtime. Lost. Uh, I, th- I think they lost that game, like you just said, um, 
Orlando's kind of ha- has an identity. I feel like the Spurs have an identity and the Lakers don't. They're going to have to do something about this shooting because, I mean, you just, you just can't not have a, a, a sniper on the, on the rock. Who's the sniper? Is it Hart? Is it Cole? Who, who's the sniper? I, I, I don't even want to say you got to have a sniper. They just got to figure out what their rotation is. And just want to figure that out. And I feel like, you know, I feel like everybody knows Josh Hart should be scoring. So, so what are they doing? Why are they Why are they waiting? Like, what What is this? Uh, what are we doing with it? I don't know what they're doing. I just know I feel like you already watch it. He's getting in the cold or cold. Some people feel like Carlo Pope is better than him. What do you think, Josh Hart? What what, what part of it? is it? The shooting, slashing defense? What, what what are you giving Hart the advantage of? Everything. To me, Carlo Pope is like a J.R. Smith. Whoa. You just be you just be like. You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna get. If he's not really. So <clears throat> I saw something on Instagram that had a, a, a early prediction of who the first fire coach would be, and Luke was on there. <laughs> Why they got him picked number one? Him, him, and Th- they got him and Thibs number one and two. Coach uh, got on the presser, the post-game presser, and tried to, you know, and his white boy, you know, it was almost like a white boy cuss out with no cussing, and tried to tell the refs how they cheating, and they giving, you know, niggas like Harden and Chris Paul certain fouls, but when LeBron do the same move, he's not getting the foul. On one end of that, I'm saying to myself, yeah, you know, LeBron is getting fouled like shit, and he never gets calls. Then on the other side of it, I'm like, nigga, make your free throws, though, when you do get them. Because it's like, to me, you can't be saying you ain't getting calls and then missing your free throws. Like, the ones they do call. Like, all of that shit matters to me. I That's true. So he can practice more, so he get more. If he had more free throws and he wouldn't miss as much. This has been happening his whole career, though, too. Yeah, yeah. You think it's just a Laker thing overall, or you think this is a, a LeBron because LeBron is on it? Like it's LeBron. Oh, no, this last, this last game, last game, you think they're trying to set a tone? Like they're trying to say, like, this is how we going to call it for the season? Yeah. 
don't know what it is, but it's been different as far as how they've been calling this game. The Lakers are 0-3, dog. They 0-3. Last time LeBron started 0-3 was his rookie year. Didn't make the playoffs. Um, is there is there a panic button right now? Is should there be any panic? Because the playoffs is not not making the playoffs is not an option. Like this, LeBron's team has to make the playoffs, or is it just like they compete for a championship? They for a championship. I What did you think about that 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 last play in the play in the uh, overtime with LeBron taking that fade away to the left? I mean, he, that's his shot, but that was the dumbest play ever. Like, who called that? LeBron? I mean, you know, when you go for the body of to the hole. I want to see if the refs are going to make a call. I want to see him just because I don't think that, I feel like everybody thought he was going to do that too. Like, why not go to the hole? He has six seconds. <laughs> I'm hard on Yeah, but yeah, but see that game too, like like he had like 30 something points and everything, but he it wasn't like a a good shooting game. It wasn't one of those games where he's on fire, you know? Like, I just feel like it, it wasn't the right time. I don't feel like they're going to be okay. You're right. Like You're right. And he's still in all the games. Yeah, it was 142-143, yeah. Crazy. Lakers play the Nuggets, who are 3-0 on Thursday night. Um, Nuggets uh, beat the Clippers, Suns, and Warriors. That Warriors game was pretty shocking, and that could have just been, you know, Warriors. You know how they do sometimes. They don't come out and play. But are the Nuggets, you know, are they are they, are they going to be all right this year? What do you think about them? Uh, uh, I was in You what? They're 
I haven't really caught one of their game, full games yet, so I haven't really been paying attention to, to exactly what's going on. So I can't really, I'm not going to judge. But, um, you know, the Lakers are coming in 0-3, playing against them. Who's winning the game? Rondo's still out. Ingram's still out. Keep that in mind. Oh and four start? Yeah, they're gonna be all four. Woo wee. I let I let the I can't even argue with you. I feel like you're right. I'm going to still watch and try to cheer my squad. I'm going to be fun. I'm going to be fun. That's one thing about it is they, the, the Lakers are fun. Like They're fun to watch. They're getting up and down the court. I just still feel like we need some, some, some consistent shooting. Definitely need to add that somehow, some way, in order to contend. Um, Wizards Blazers, you catch that game? It was game of the night, I got to say. Um, and the sad part about it is I was in and out of it because there was so much other shit going on. I was, yeah, I was I, I was all over the place. Like, I have a lot going on right now. I can't even tell you. I had so much shit going on, but I kept I kept coming in and coming out. Now, I did catch, I think I for sure caught, definitely the best part was the last five minutes of the game anyway. That's really the best, the meat of it, for real. The Blazers, first of all, let's just talk about that last play. Dame Lillard is a fucking sniper. He's an assassin. You want him on your team. But the nigga be making some bad decisions, though. He be making some Westbrook-esque <laughs> decisions in some crucial moments of the game. And that last play was definitely one of them. What's going on? Like, what, what, huh? You think I, he should what? You think he shouldn't have shot No, he should have passed that. It should have been a shot for the, for the open man of the three. He had just hit one. You know, like reward the nigga. Like it's it's not like you six eight or something going to the hole, dog. You you bite sized. Niggas trying to punch your shit. He did it twice. Two times, and I was like, what is he doing? And that just seemed a little selfish to me. Like that, you can't play. Like they not gonna go nowhere if Dame Lillard playing like that. He's got to remember he's a point guard. You got to remember that your job is always to get people the ball when they're open. Yeah, that's sad. What does that mean? Does that mean he's like he's basically like not going to be what they need? Because, I mean, I feel like at some point him or CJ, one of them going to have to like back up, bag back because they both want to take all the goddamn shots. And then they got Aminu, they got all these other guys. And it's like it's, it's almost like a competition every night. It's starting to remind me of, of uh, Wall and... Um, Bill, you know, it's just 
two guys that can are, are similar in play, meaning, you know, can, can play pretty well, got nice jump shots, can get to the hole, good balls handlers, but for some reason just don't work well together. Oh, she brand new deal. A brand new water to keep toasting. Hey, keep toasting. Talk to me. Like, those two, like, brand new wild and deal don't work together. Wild is kind of not as good as advertising. Yeah. He got exposed. He's like, what's the worst look? He's like, those guys, they think they're better than what they are. Because they're exciting, they put people in stand. But decision um, in Washington. I feel like they're going to have to get rid of one of them. And it's probably going to be Wall. Especially since it seemed like they kicked him off, off the team out the, out the little circle last year anyway. When that whole everybody eat share, everybody knew what they was talking about. They were trying to act like it didn't have nothing to do with Wall and then his dumb ass did the interview and said yep, they was talking about me. I was like oh my god. Nigga just, just said fuck y'all. I know y'all was talking about me. <laughs> That's some like, shit. Like, with that squad, there's no reason for you to leave the team shot. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Like, if you leave the team shot, that's the problem. Like, nah. So we got another, it's going to be another season okay. of the Wizards not being great. They're not going to be a contender. All that talent on the Dwight, roster. We got two Dwight Howard. I'm not trying to fuck. I'm not. I don't give a fuck what Dwight Howard gonna do. I don't give a damn. Whatever, man. I don't. I don't have. I don't have no faith in him. All the talent in the world, but I don't. I don't believe in him. No, they just pick it. Like they already admitted. That's just you get picked. That's fifteen points and fifteen rebounds. But he just seemed like he just don't be there. Like he's just not there. Like I don't know. It's something off about him. If you don't pass him the ball, he's gonna stop playing. Everybody knows that. Maybe you're right. I'll, I'll try to open up. I'll try to be positive about it and see see him in a better way. But he just seems like a little crybaby that back always hurt. Now you're talking about his booty hurt. What the fuck going on? He's, did you hear about that? His booty hurt? Yeah. Yeah. He, he got a booty injury or some shit like that. Talk. Yeah. He get on my nerves. I, I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah, because Jeff Gray, they good. And they were out of the game. Like, yeah, they, I'm in the race. What about the Blazers? How far can they go in the West this year? I think, um, I think that a squad, but that, that, that's always the question. That was my question last year. Is how, this, how, how aggressive the time is going to be? With the squad, you don't get another guy a chance to play play. That's, that's, that's a lot. If they buy this, literally, come up in the bed. But I feel like, if you trust moment, in those moments, you're going to have to get those out of the chance to make trade. You know, like, you just did yesterday. Hmm. You get it? 
first time when, when, when Big Mike three on was high, he got super high. He came back two players in a row. Portion, portion. Mm-mm-mm. Last topic, and we're going to get on out of here. Um, more impressive debut, Kawhi Leonard or DeMar DeRozan? First of all, you already know how I feel about the Raptors. I've got them coming out of the East. Kawhi is um, that nigga. He, he's back. He's At first, I was nervous because I'm, I'm not used to seeing his, his scalp and his parts. Oh, my God. So... I was a little uncomfortable. I was like, who is this clean cut, freshly braided ass nigga? I'm used to some some ground beef, some naps, the hair coming through. You can't see the parts and braids. Supposed to look like they've been in four months. And these shits is brand new. All he got grease on his scalp and shit. Nigga got parts is clean, his scalp clean. I'm like, who is this nigga? But he the same nigga. He coming out there. He just coming out there sniping niggas and with no response, no he ain't got no emotions on the court. He just out here giving niggas buckets, you know. Just, just it seemed like he fit on the team. Like they just put him right in like a puzzle piece, and it's just working. Yeah, he, he improved it. Him and Danny Green improved the team. Period. Yeah. Like it, it, it just gave him championship mental preparation. They got to learn. See, I mean, like what we got two wings to understand who compete. And competing in world championships like we did, uh, man, with Kyle Lowry, like this is changing everything. And I feel like Lowry got an extra pep in his step too. Like he just seemed like a little more excited, even though I know Demar's his boy. But he's seeing a different kind of nigga right now. This is a, a whole nother assassin with more weapons. He, he will, he will, but told the wife, "Listen, don't support my guy." <laughs> That claw guy. That claw guy. He can hoop hoop. He can hoop hoop. He can hoop hoop. Yeah. And so, so Demar is over there in the West playing with the Spurs. Um, they're playing well. He's leading the team in assists, which is shocking to me. Um, he 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 fits. It's working. He, he's got that perfect temperament for the Spurs type of basketball. They all seem to share the ball. Ain't no selfishness. Um, he's perfect because he's got the mid-range game. You know, uh, Coach po- uh, Coach likes that mid-range shit. And I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it, it fits also. It's a whole new Spurs team. Like, I don't even know these niggas. I don't even recognize them. But they're doing the exact same shit. That all the other teams did. Efficient, high IQ basketball, good shots, great ball movement, gonna make you work for everything and see what happened at the end. No, they do. No, 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 I'm not saying they're not good people. I'm saying they are yeah, good. I just don't recognize it's like a whole new roster. It's like fuck. You know, you used to seeing, you know, went from Tim Duncan leaving and then uh, Manu and T- Tony Parker, and it's just nobody's there. All the old squad is gone. I think, uh, um, what's his name? Point guard's the only one still there. No, no, Dejounte, he's out. Um, um, no, Patty Mills. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, Patty Mills. Patty Mills, the only guy still there, man. And it's like, damn, they look brand new, but they look good. As far as the, they don't, they don't look good enough to do nothing. But they look good. <laughs> how far you got them? How far you got them going in the West End? Talk about it, nigga. How far you got them going? Second round. That's typical. That's typical Spurs. Dejounte. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he's out for the year. Yeah, man. So, 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 before I let you get out of here, tell me who you you Give me one team that you feel like everybody should watch and nobody's watching, and tell me why. And one team that everybody, I feel like, good talking is Denver. Denver. Yeah, they got like Paul Wilson missed a lot of games for this. Mm, he did. Missed a whole lot of games. He was hurt. They still almost missed the playoff game. You know, they didn't figure out the point guard situation. We'll put Burley point guard later on. So, you know, they, they had, I they had Thomas on the bench. And they drafted, and the draft was a little light-skinned dude. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the little light-skinned dude? No, you no, did not. He, he beige in the bitch, though. But you said I was a little light-skinned dude. <laughs> you dark-skinned niggas be hating. Y'all be hating, boy. I tell you. No, I'm just trying to get my to watch them. But I'll be doing the I told you I have not but I'm going to. They're going to play the Lakers. I'm definitely watching that game tomorrow, uh, Thursday night. No. Oh, the Lakers play Dallas Thursday night? No, no. Oh, Dallas. Oh, Dallas. No, when, the, when did Dallas play in? Let me see. No, so you need to watch Dallas. Oh, God. Oh, All right. The 19-year-old is the truth. I believe you. I believe you. My problem is Dirk Nowitzki. And is he still starting? Okay, good. Okay, boom. I can I can wash now. Yes. They don't need dirt. They don't need him anyway. I don't care what nobody say. He in the way. He cannot jump over a stack of newspapers. He's in the way. See, that's not even the same thing, dog. I was Dirk ain't your your, your idol. He not your he not your idol. He not your idol. See, tomorrow night, uh, Dallas Mavericks, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I'm gonna check it out. Seven o'clock in Atlanta. I like it. We gonna check the rookie out too. Both rooks. Both rooks. All right, my nigga, I'm going to let you get out of here. I appreciate you. Appreciate you joining me. Definitely, um, I'm going to have you on much more. We're going to be talking our shit all basketball season, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate you. All right. For sure. Peace. Shout out Hustle for joining me. Um, 
at cuz I hustle is his Instagram. You know, he's not real active, just keeping it real with y'all, but he will interact a little bit. I like Hustle's uh, basketball IQ. He's got his own opinion about everything. And um, he, he, the, nigga, the nigga just be studying basketball. And I like I like the shit he be talking about. Um, up next, I'm going to call Raider Bounty. We're going to talk about the shenanigans with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, We're going to talk about the AFC and the NFC contenders and pretenders. Be right back. blunt light the fuck up i just did um yeah so i had to light up real quick catch my breath switch gears so we can talk about some nfl bullshit <sighs> y'all know i'm so sick of the nfl but it's like a fucking ugh. it's like that that girl or that guy they got good pussy, good dick. It's like, get tired of their asses. They get on your fucking nerves, but it's fire. So you just keep coming back to it. I enjoy the NFL. I actually enjoy it. Even though it's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of lies. They don't cover it well. They pick favorites. You know, they cheat. They, they, they would rather bench a guy for statistical reasons so they don't have to pay him a bonus or, you know, pay them new contract the next year as opposed to playing them and winning the game. They gamble. They literally gamble because the win and the loss isn't really in the game by game situation for these owners. It's the, it's the, the bottom line, which is the dollar. That matters way more. And the minute fans figure that out, I'm hoping that that's the day that you will leave players the fuck alone when they're holding out, when they're trying to get their fucking money. Like, you should be on their side. The, play, the, the, the owners are not on your side. They're laughing at y'all. They use y'all to yell at the players and make them feel bad, to guilt them and, and make them feel like they shouldn't be, at, you know, demanding this type of money and shit. It's just all crazy to me, man. Y'all crazy. Y'all paying $10 for a beer, $6 for a hot dog, and y'all got the nerve to be yelling at the players? Y'all should be yelling for yourselves. Y'all should be protesting and kneeling and locking out y'all damn selves and telling the owner, lower these goddamn prices, you billionaire ass bitch. Shit is out of hand, but y'all stupid. Y'all lost in the sauce, my nigga. So glad I'm not lost in the fucking sauce. And I'm glad my nigga Raider Bounty is never fucking lost in the sauce. Let me call my homie up so we can get right to it. What's up, Nico? Raider Bounty. What's going on, baby? Hey, 
nothing enjoying watching the World Series right now. I was watching, but I had to pause, of course, because I had to do my fucking job. It was 2-1. Dodgers were down. What's the score now? 3-3. Boston's got 2-1. Not looking good for Oh, fuck. Is that, what, what inning is it? Bottom of the fifth. Oh, God. 3-3? Three, three? No Brent was trying to say they might yank him in the second inning if he was acting up. And I was like, damn, baseball's cutthroat. They'll, they'll get cut you, get your ass out of there quick. Like, hey, we don't got time for you to figure this shit out. <laughs> wow. That's how you got to handle Kershaw. When, he, when it's going south, it goes south. Quickly, fast. yeah. And that's why Brent was saying that they should have yanked him in the second. What do you think? You think they should have? No, because he pulled it He's together. fighting back. He's fighting? He fought back, but right now, it's not looking good for him. Mm. So, mm, mm, mm. I'm going to have to light up again. He's a little tired from the last series. I'm not sure. Yeah, they just yanked him. Oh, well, you know what? Respect. Let somebody else, you know, pick it up. Let's see if somebody else can do it. That's what it is. It's a team sport. You know? Got to yeah. sit down. So we're, we're going to talk uh, about the demise of the Raiders. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I get all this shit for being the person that revealed that the Raiders had turmoil in the locker room. And I constantly tell people it was not me. It was you. <laughs> I cannot take any of that credit. Like I had nothing to do with it. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that, you know, something because I'm hearing all the rumors. Derek Carr was crying. The team hates him now. They, they're trading everybody away. He's possible trade bait. What do you know? Catch us all up on the Raiders shenanigans. Well, to be honest, me coming on the podcast is, is more about my victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> Talk your shit, my nigga. Talk it. Most of my friends that work for the organization quit. Don't work for them anymore. Whoa. So, yeah, they're lifelong employees. Some of them so you're not getting any, any juice anymore? Your, your, tea, your tea cup is going to be dry? It, it is dry. There's not, it's not even necessary, to be honest. Because it's out there now. Happens, every, if, you, if you go back and listen to the last time I was on your show, everything I had said was going to happen has happened to a team. Run it back, because I got new listeners. Well, I told you that John, this is right after John Gruden got hired. Yep. And I told you that he was he's a good coach, but he needs a general manager. He's really good at evaluating veterans and knowing what veterans can do, he's not a college scout. It's a different skill set. He's not the guy you want doing the contracts. He's not the guy you want doing the trades. A lot of people hate on Al Davis, and they give Gruden all the credit for what the Raiders were able to do when Gruden was their coach the first go-around. The, the truth of the matter was, it was, a, it was a, a team effort. Gruden's great at what he does, but they had a great quarterback in Rich Gannett. And they had a great owner slash GM in Al Davis. All three of those guys were not very spectacular without the other two. Okay. You know, Al Davis's you know final twenty years as owner, you know he he kept searching for that right coach. He kept searching for that right quarterback. When he had it, uh, you know they were Super Bowl contenders about four four years in a row. You know, and, and had what could have been a dynasty if the ball bounced you know different way, or had they called the Brady up. You know, uh, fumble uh, in the yeah. tough game and stuff like that. So Gruden hasn't forgot how to coach. I, I don't. I don't believe it's something that you forget how to do. 
if you have that intensity and that attention to detail and know how to set standards, that doesn't go away. And Gruden's unbelievable at game planning and identifying the weakness of a t- another team and hammering it and just really trying to exploit it. That's little, that. But, what's little, that? A little Bill Belichick-ish. Yeah. Yeah, both hyper-conservative, but both very good at, you know, I, I'd say Belichick likes to keep it very simple. He, he's mm-hmm. simple and smart, and Gruden's smart and, and, and complex, but the, the in theory, like, that... In theory, it's both the same. Find two or three weaknesses that the other team has and exploit it constantly. You know, keep hammering, hammering, hammering. And, you know, Gruden just go around. He doesn't have the quarterback that he needs. You know, I've said this since the beginning. Derek Carr is not smart enough yeah. to play the position. You have you've um, not been on that train not one day. <laughs> right. And, and, and he's not ready for the adversity of having Gruden as your, as your coach. You know, the, the guys that have succeeded under Gruden were guys like Brad Johnson, who got tossed around the NFL. You know, if you're a journeyman quarterback, you're either white or you've got some adversity. Or, right. the, or both. You know? <laughs> yeah, both. If you're a successful journeyman quarterback, like a, like a Josh, what's that? Uh, yeah. Brian Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, yeah. It's magic. Got, he's got some fortitude to him. The, the intensity Gruden would put on a guy like that isn't going to phase him, right? Well, you got a you got a quarterback like Derek Carr, which I called this out from the beginning. He never had to earn his high school job because of who his brother was. He never had to earn the starting job at Fresno State mm-hmm. because of who his brother was. And because of his draft status, and he has the look and the arm and all that, he never really had to earn the job for the Raiders, so if you've got somebody there that's never faced adversity in their entire life, they grew up rich and they never faced adversity on the, on the sports field either, how tough are they going to be when the going gets tough? True. I mean, that's, that, that video, that picture that's been going around, it's him crying after being He says he wasn't crying. He said that was a lie. He was not crying. Do you believe him? I, I don't know. I, I can't really tell. Hey, stats lie sometimes, but I don't know about pictures. So is there, t- is there a thug tears? Is, it, is there tears? Well, the mascara is running. Oh, so. God. <laughs> and I don't look like sweat. Uh, he looks like he's weeping. And now there's, there's rumors, very strong rumors coming out of local Raider, you know, beat writer media that are saying that, you know, the other players on the team think he was crying. Listen, it doesn't matter if you, if you were or not. If your teammates believed you were crying based on yeah. the things they saw and the, the whining you were doing on the sideline, mm-hmm. you're That's done. It. That's it. They don't believe you anymore. Nobody you, nobody wants to ride with you. And all that crap that he talks after the game, the rah-rah, the, the, he says all the right things. He's got the script down, Pat. Dude, you, you, you're, you're near five now. You're six. Nobody cares to hear that shit anymore. They, mm-hmm. they just don't. It, 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 it's time to deliver. He should have been asked to deliver before he got the job. So wait, he so you know he's saying he's on Twitter saying he's not going anywhere. He's kind of implying like maybe that he's spoken to the front office or Gruden and and they've assured him that it's his job. Like, are we to believe this or is he is he just saying something just to to back people down or something? I, I'm sure you got a better term for this. But you know how coaches just get up on the podium and give coach speak, and it's kind of hollow, mm-hmm. and they're just they're just saying cliches. Yeah, Derek Carr is the king of cliches. 
So I don't believe a word coming out of his mouth, much less his tweets. (laughs) And his brother was all on there, you know, itemizing everything, his every injury, everything he's gone through, talking about how tough he is. And and just right there, if a nigga got to come and put your dick on the table, Uh like, that's just a bitch move anyway. Like, why is your brother holding your dick in his hand? Like, Uh what? Hey, look, you're 29 and 39 as a career starter. You have a worse record than your favorite quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's just call it what it is. He, 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 he just ain't that good. And, and he might be better if they'd have put him in a different system. But he's, he's not the, the right guy for the West Coast offense. And I can give other examples of quarterbacks that turned back into pumpkins when you took them out of a system that matched what they were doing. And you look at Eli, Eli Manning and Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Both. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Eli Manning won two Super Bowls against the Patriots. And yeah. he put him in a West Coast offense. And all he of a sudden, like they're, shit. They're, yeah, they're a horrible team. It's not because the guy that can't play quarterback. But you put people in the wrong systems, they're going to they're gonna look bad. I mean, sports in general is all about matching talent. Yeah, and, and, and being able to use the talent the right way. Let's look at, uh, here's a great example I know you're going to like. Mike D'Antoni. Oh. When he had Steve Nash, they were championship contenders. Yeah. When he had only Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo's a great player yeah. in his own right. In New York, it didn't work. No. All of a sudden, D'Antoni looks like a bum. You give him James Harden. And now he's a royalty. Like a really <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's all about matching talent. The yeah. coaches and the players got to match. And it's not that Derek Carr is not talented, but he, he's... He's not a whole lot different than Eli Manning in the fact that they both of them never really faced adversity in their life. But you got to you, you definitely don't want Derek Carr in a thinking man system. I just don't think he's a very bright dude. And the West Coast offense is hard for young quarterbacks to learn. He's basically had a different offensive coordinator almost every year of his yeah. career. Mm-hmm. That that instability is not good. You got to be a tough son of a bitch to handle that. A guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's but not only had a different offensive coordinator, he's had a different, different the whole team, team receivers, yeah. everything. So, yeah, so, so what, what are they doing? Are they dumping ship, or they they got rid of Cooper? You get a first round draft pick, and I want your opinion on who won that trade in a second. But what are the Raiders doing right now? Are they just getting rid of everybody? Or are they going to start over from scratch? Like, what's going on? Losers quit. Winners cut their losses. Mm. And Gruden came in. Took an up close look at it and just started gutting the place. You know that that 2016 playoff season was fool's gold. And once he got to see the team up close, he's not going to waste any time trying to limp this thing into the playoffs and see what it can do. If if Khalil Mack wasn't going to show up, get what you can for him and, and and start over. Khalil Mack wasn't being used properly in Oakland anyway. He wasn't nearly at as great, all. great as everybody thinks he was. He wasn't put in the best position to make him the most effective. They kept plugging him in at defensive end because they wanted a defense they needed a defensive end. He's an excellent outside linebacker. Phenomenal at run stopping. He's too he's undersized at defensive end. His body starts to wear down. They weren't using him right. So you get two first round picks for him and the guy doesn't want to be there. Personally, you have a if you have a good GM there the GM does the right 
I'm not saying well, it was, right it was being said that Gruden is the one that didn't want him that got rid of him. Correct. But I not mean, that Khalil Mack didn't want to be there. He wanted to be there, but Gruden was just like, no. I'm told neither side was really picking up the phone. And it okay. got personal. And the whole point of a GM is to keep that from happening. But, you know. When your coach the is your GM, GM. What's that? When your coach is your GM. Yeah, the coach is the GM. Because yeah. the, guy that, the guy that's there, Reggie McKenzie, that's been there since the Raiders were dismantled after Al Davis died, he's. He's the guy who drafted Cooper. He's the guy who drafted Carr. He's the guy who drafted Mac. And Mac and Cooper share the same agent. So mm. once, things, once things dissolve personally between Gruden yeah. and that agent, everybody's everybody's relationship is dissolved. All of them. Exactly. And Reggie McKenzie's basically checked out. He doesn't want to quit because he does, and he doesn't get paid. He needs money. And he's never going to get a contract like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to get your coin. you got to just sit right. there and let them do what the fuck they're going to do and, and collect the check at this point. Right. And so, you know, the Cooper, Cooper, they already knew what was going to happen with him, being that the, the relationship between Gruden and the agent is dissolved. But then, you know, this, this all falls back on ownership. If you're going to change coaches and bring in somebody as headstrong as Gruden, you better be willing to fire the GM and at least tell the coach, I want you to hire a GM. I'll let you pick them. That's worked out but well. But you need to hire one. Man, you got to hire one. It's no different than a player having to have an agent. The, 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 the negotiations are supposed to. It doesn't always happen this way. But they get a lot less personal. Yeah, when somebody else is speaking for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so having the coach negotiate with the player's agent is no different than having the player negotiate with the GM. Right. So well, it's always been solved. Who won the trade? Both teams. I, I, I think that, the, first of all, the Cowboys got a very good player. Amari Cooper is really, really good. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with him. He's probably, in my opinion, the most talented player on the Raiders. And, in my opinion, would have been untradeable. Um, I don't think he was the right fit for a, for a West Coast offense. They had him doing a lot of like quick slants, mm-hmm. and then you got Carr throwing darts at him. Yeah, and then he, then they say he and drops the ball. And now he says it drops. Yeah. But again, square peg, round hole. What are you doing having that guy with that route running ability running quick slants like that? He should be running a little bit further downfield, take a little bit off the ball, and, and you know, let him. Let him and do what he does because he is telling we played them uh two years ago two years in a row actually he actually performed well he didn't get any catches on brent but he did well <laughs> i mean what what was brent's opinion of him though watching the film oh he thought it was good he got some crabtree was on the team and he was like crabtree's not good uh cooper is the one that's really good ah interesting and i liked crabtree too yeah I, brent I, didn't I, brent has no he said he's way too slow he says that if you have no speed as a receiver, you have to be huge, and he's not either one of those. Right. He's pretty much all hands and smarts. Yeah, but know, no no, no, quickness, so Brent's like, he's easy, he's easy cover. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, I, and I think the Raiders won this out also, because they get a first-round pick, you see where the Cowboys are kind of screwed. They paid a really steep price, not only because it was a first-round pick. The thing to trade, Cooper's worth a first-round pick. But if you're only going to get them on that rookie contract, yeah, you not it's not worth it almost. It's like a rental. It's a rental, and they and they, they probably will resign him because Jerry's loose with his money, and you know now you're paying top dollar for him. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because they'll just. But they had to because I heard the Eagles offered a second round pick for him. They had to come up to the first to get him or something like that. Yeah, and that's why I say both teams won. I mean, they got a player in their pocket that they can, you know, have a year and a half with, and then they're going to have to pay for him, but he's already going to be in the system. Players typically don't leave Jerry unless right. he gets rid of them. They like playing for the Cowboys, you know, and so he probably will stay, and they're going to pay, you know, a, hefty, a pretty penny for him. But again, he is, a, if you're going to pay for a he's guy, young. pay for a first round talent. And he's young. And he's young. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you pay for him? That's like saying, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is too expensive. No, he's not too expensive. He's one of the best players in the league. Yeah. You pay for him. You, you, you want it or no? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, the Raiders, the, the problem with draft picks is... You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. And the general managers in the NFL are so bad at their jobs. Terrible talent evaluators. Like, oh my God. You know, it's, I think it's because... Of the college system, you know, they have all these players that they have filtered in from these divisions and these uh, universities they have the backdoor handshakes with. And it's like they never really say, no, this guy from this smaller school is better than him or this guy over here. They always go with whoever the, the big, big target is, regardless of the of the team. You see these college teams, these guys are like, there's like two or three really, really good players kicking the shit out of a team that doesn't have any like big time stars what I see you in college football. I see the same thing, but my theory is a little different. I think that most GMs in the NFL, they have four or five-year contracts. They know they're going to get maybe a second coaching hiring, hire. They, they come from either being a scout, which is making six figures, to now they're making a little over a million. I mean, it's a huge pay raise. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the case of Mike Tannenbaum, he was the agent. You know, and then it then became somehow a GM. Um, Snake. Yeah, I don't know how he was at all qualified. I listened to him. Yeah, telling you, he got somebody's nudes. Yeah, (laughs) so the decisions I see them make are all about job preservation. Yeah. It's not about what makes the most amount of sense. It's yeah. What can I justify the ownership? Yeah, what can I justify? Because, you know, you see a lot of guys that are undrafted or, you know, fifth and sixth round draft picks and the first and second and third round draft pick isn't as good but they hang on to them because they have to prove that they were right 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 you have free agents coming in that were undrafted and really talented but they're not going to keep them because this is a guy I drafted or if you went and got some big time free agent you got to keep them now to look right instead of saying you know what I screwed up. I made a mistake. This guy's better. This is who we have a better chance of winning with. That's what you're supposed to do for the game to be right for me. And I know I already know these type of things, and that's what pisses me off about this game. It's just so many lies. And then that's, that's life, and maybe America in general. I yeah. Mean, work corporate space. How many middle management or managers that they're doing what they can to keep their job, not necessarily what's going to be best for the company. Yeah. That those those decisions get made all the time. And so, uh, you know, it, it, take the Raiders, for example. I mean, that general manager, when he get, when he eventually, you know, his contract runs out, Reggie McKenzie, he'll be back to being a lowly scout mm-hmm. down in Green Bay, you know, and, and maybe a you know, director of player personnel or something. That. He'll never get another GM job, job again. Most of these, G, you know, there's only 32 of them. You rarely get hired twice. I mean, look at Scott Pioli. Good GM mm-hmm. worked for the Patriots. Yeah. Then he then he built that Chiefs team that went like fourteen and two. 
and got fired. fired. And, and he heard from him. They never kept. I haven't heard from him since. It, it is a very tough job to get. So those guys go. They're just going to milk it while they're there. And then they go into job preservation mode. Sick. No. Sick ass lead. That's why, that's why if, if, if Gruden were to hire his own GM, that GM would have a lot of job security by proxy of by the fact that Gruden's got that 10-year, $10 million contract. Gruden ain't going nowhere. Not a fucking place. Not so a goddamn get, place. That's, you want to wonder why he's walking around like, you know, he's got the biggest dick in the room. It's because he does. He really does. He, he does. A hundred million guaranteed, my nigga. Jesus. Ten years. So, yeah, he, he's running that thing without any hesitation or, you know. Fox to give. Yeah. Now, granted, if you're going to be a dictator like that, you better make the right decisions. But he's definitely not making them from a standpoint of a job preservation. No. I can't. I can't. I know that's your team, but I can't say I'm not thrilled to see the Raiders playing like shit and looking like this. Whoa, whoa! My team. Your ex team. Your ex. They haven't been my team in a long time. You're right. Never will be again. You're right. Yeah. Your ex. Yeah. Your, your ex, your side, your old bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's get into this AFC, NFC. Um, I gave you, I think it was three teams in each division that I picked as a top. Do you agree with those those six? I, I think I gave you, what did the I Patriots. say? Patriots, um, Chargers, Chiefs, Rams, yeah. Saints, Vikings. As the top six teams in the NFL, do you agree with that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty solid right now. It's week seven, you know, not we're almost at the halfway mark, so you know, a lot more football to go. But right now, those seem to be the teams that are really putting the dick on the table and saying we're we're here to be great. So if you come fuck with us, you better be great. And the only team that I can say I'm surprised by, honestly, is the Chargers. And, you know, I was looking at their schedule and I was thinking to myself that they, the, the games that they've played could be why they look good. I mean, have you taken a look at them? Have you seen a full uh, Chargers game? Because I haven't seen a whole game. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really been watching. No, I, I can't say I have either. But I can tell you what, what from the outside looking in, what I would think is the reason for their success one, they got a good offensive coordinator matched with a good quarterback. Ken yes. Wisenhunt, everywhere he's gone, has done well. Arizona. Started before that, big band in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done well with uh, big armed, um, not so mobile quarterbacks. You know, he's a good fit for, for kind of the, these knuckleheads, whether it was Kurt Warner or whether it was. Uh, um, Big Ben when he was younger, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's any smarter to this day. And now he's got uh, uh, Philip Rivers, so they're a good fit. And then you know their defense—they've been drafting well there. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is so. the biggest uh, upgrade to me because I remember every time we we played the Chargers for about I think four years in a row from 2013, 14, 15, 16, we played them and. Um, um, Phil Rivers is actually Brent's number one most intercepted quarterback and I don't think that's because he's without talent I think he sucks I really think that he's a daredevil like he will fucking throw the ball like he you know like he's he got big balls he takes chances yes 
big balls. And so I feel like he's always been who we're seeing right now. They just never really had the backup on their defense. It just seemed like it took a long time for them to get that part right because they were always getting ran up and down the damn field. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers might be contenders if they had a home field, you know. So Mm -hmm. I I can't really get behind them from that (laughs) standpoint. Playing at the – Playing at the uh, the StubHub Center? Yeah, they're playing on you know a soccer field where it's more fans from the other team. I mean, how embarrassing would that be if it's a, the uh, playoff game? And the, yeah. More fans, yeah, more fans from the other team. It's in California. Fans. That that's that's gonna hurt because like like Florida, a lot of we we have a lot of teams where it's about even or we're the weaker in the stands because everybody wants to come to Florida to see their team play. That move to L.A. by the Chargers, they was a horrible, horrible decision. And I can't help but think the move to Vegas by the Raiders is going to be the same. Yeah. As far as it, you know, that any, I, I'm just not a fan of sports teams moving at all. Mm-hmm. And it, especially when it's not necessary. But uh, to stay on topic, the Vikings, mm-hmm. good quarterback. I like Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's yeah. a guy that he's has... He's solid. He's solid. You know, like, he, he's solid is what I like to call him. Fortitude. Anybody that got drafted late and and just starting in the NFL is a, is a guy I can get behind. And and but and their defense is solid. Mm-hmm. Man, Minnesota is just snake, snake bit as a franchise. Yeah, like, I, like there's a curse on them or something, right? Right. So I'm an eliminating them right now just on that alone yeah i think your two picks i think you're going to see patriots versus chiefs in in the afc championship game mm-hmm. we've seen and that already we'll see. and that was a great game the chiefs ended up losing but it was a really good game now, now you think the nfl is going to pass up an opportunity for that rematch to happen in the playoffs no they can't <laughs> So. They gotta make it happen somehow, some way. But the Chiefs, you know, they make me nervous. They always look great, and then they start shitting the bed. Mahomes is different. That's that's the whole nucleus is different. So that's why I feel like we have to respect it. You know, this isn't the same old Chiefs team. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. He's the he second looks, coming of he Michael. Looks, he looks right. He looks right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's he's. I don't know. He's like a comp. He's, he's Russell Wilson 2.0. Mm. You know, the NFL, they, they love him for the same reason they don't like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and, and so I think Patrick Mahomes is going to get every opportunity to succeed in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I agree. He's, that, he's, the, he's, he's their poster child for, see, we do allow black quarterbacks. <laughs> and, you know, and so yes. and that's not taking anything away from him. I, I think he's unbelievably talented. Mm-hmm. I, I think Russell Wilson's sort of talented, but I think Patrick Mahomes is is, is he reminds me a lot of Michael Vick with that cannon of an arm, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, the, you 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 combine that with his marketability and with maybe you know an underlying agenda. And let's not pretend the NFL doesn't have agendas. Of course they do. Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick is on the negative side of that agenda. Exactly. Patrick Mahomes. Is on the is going to be on that same pendulum on the other extreme end. Yeah, he's going to be the example of see, see, you know, and because he plays ball, and just like Russell Wilson does, and yeah. so 
Um, and the Chiefs are talented, man. That running back they got, Hunt. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's yeah. hard to bet against the Patriots. Hard every year. Election. They every year they they don't they don't ever back down. You, you always have to put them in the Super Bowl. Are the Saints for real? I hate saying it, <laughs> but because Drew Brees can kiss my ass. Uh, yeah, mine but, too. You know he's my favorite quarterback. <laughs> right. Fuck him though. So, yeah. But yeah, he they got a good coach and they got a good quarterback and they and they're they're playing well, but I just don't see him get past the Rams. The Rams, Rams, the Rams have to be the Super Bowl talk. I am so excited, you know that's my team. <laughs> I have to wait until, you know, well, the season's over technically in the playoffs. I could cheer for my team is what we've agreed upon. Even if he's in the playoffs, I could still cheer for my goddamn team. So, you know, I always go to the playoff games. We haven't made the playoffs since we've been here. So I'm, you know, I'm always going to the playoff games. I'm excited. They look right. The secondary is still scaring me. I must say I am afraid of that secondary, but I'm hoping that the defensive line continues to pound the quarterback and give them the help that they need. It's interesting that the secondary is, is a question mark considering they signed pretty big names yeah, to play. Yeah, you know what you know what happened? Those motherfuckers got in a different system and they're getting exposed. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, they didn't want to pay Brent Grimes, they wanted to pay those guys. So this is what happens. <laughs> These things happen. So now is what it is. So hopefully they get Talib back healthy. <clears throat> and we see. We're going to see because it's going to be interesting. I mean, that defensive line, it's, it's got to be considered one of the greatest of all time on paper. Yeah, um, and they pay they for have, it. And they pay for they it. Have, they have a top running back in Gurley in his prime. And, you know, as much as this has been a victory lap about, you know, the Raiders shitting the bed, you know, I have to I have to, to own up to being very wrong on, on golf. Yeah. Um, he looked Watch terrible hard. in that first system. Terrible. In that first system, you know, uh, Fisher is just a bum of a coach. See, we already talked it. about that. We Remember, we, were, right. we, we called him that, but we didn't know Fisher, that's why Goff was looking so bad as well. The thing with, with Goff is when he didn't know his, his northwest, east, and south. Oh, God. That was embarrassing. Like, I just said, this guy's got to be dumb as shit. There's no way he can, can memorize the playbook. And he's got it. But that's the key word. He's got it. There are quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame that were not smart, but yeah. they had that it factor. A great example of that is Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Joe Montana is not a smart guy. He ran, he played in a complex offense, and he just he had it. And the lights came on, it all clicked. You yeah. try to have a conversation with him outside of <laughs> high five. There, there's nobody home. Yeah. You know? And so I, it's a gift. It's your gift. You got to find your gift and make sure you can capitalize on it. Flat out. Yeah. So they're, they're my Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Um, fine you know, too. But it's I, I, I called. I called the uh, Rams uh, Patriots early. Now I'm okay. kind of wanting to renege with the Chiefs. Well, it's interesting. You got the Patriots and the Saints, who are two veteran teams, veteran coaches, veteran quarterbacks. And then you got the Chiefs and Rams, young. Who probably are more talented on paper, but, but have young, young inexperienced, right? And but all four coaches, excellent. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 guy in L.A. 
Redskins. Young, too. I like that it's yeah. a young quarterback changing, you know, the game. It's not that old, boring shit. They play, they look like they have fun, try some shit. It's kind of cool. Reminds, me, reminds me of Gruden the first yeah. time around with the Raiders, you know? So fun to watch. Uh, let's talk Eric Reed now. Oh, yeah, before we get out of here, because I'm trying to keep this to a minimum. Okay. Yeah, so you saw, <clears throat> I was so excited when I saw that they were going to play each other. It's hard being, you know, a wife of a player and a fan of the game because I have to be at his games, obviously. But then I end up only having to watch highlights of the games. And so I knew there was going to be some shenanigans. But I was proud of Eric Reed for, for running up on that motherfucker and calling him a fucking sellout. That's exactly what it is, and and it's sad that that Michael Jen, um, Jenkins has all these people, you know, arguing for him and talking about, oh, he does all these great things for the community. You know, a lot of sellouts did. There's a lot of fucking sellouts that do great things for the community. That's how they hide the selloutness, and that's exactly what he is. And I, you know, you know, I, I I I'm involved. I know a lot of shit going on with this this subject, so I can't say everything, but I cannot wait until he's exposed. On the surface, to me, it's very simple. The NFL has been fighting against this for so long, brokering any sort of partnership or deal with them. This should have that should have been a non-starter. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt that you know way more of the details of this, mm-hmm. and that's all I need to hear to know. You know right from wrong on this issue yeah but anytime you have people you know one of the main arguments you hear people parroting right now is well is that the time and the place you could have they could have met and had this discussion you know not on the field and not in front of everybody no it's, yeah. that, it's all about bringing that yes attention to yes right you, you 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 this is kneeling this is kneeling yes, <laughs> yes. And so it's all of a sudden they're making the same damn argument well, there, you know, there's not a, there's not a, that's not a right time to protest. When is the time, man? When are you listening? When are you watching? When are you paying attention? When do you care? When exactly. You, so again, perfect I'm, I'm, time to me, motherfucker. Perfect time to me. Problem, you, if you don't, if you got a problem with how I say something and not actually what I am saying, you don't really have, have a, problem. a problem. Yeah, there's, there's not a problem. Yeah. So that I mean, I, to me, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. I, I think Eric Reed's doing the right thing, sticking to his guns. Mm-hmm. I think Jenkins probably doesn't even know. What this is, is not an excuse? He probably doesn't know what he's doing. He probably yeah, he don't know what he fucking got into. He's greedy. He tried to take over something that wasn't even his, and then he allowed the NFL to do some hoe shit. And kick out the guys that really were doing the right thing. And anytime you think the NFL gave you something is when you've been fucking fooled. You've been had. They don't do anything for free. Nothing. They're not giving us a motherfucking thing. So whatever you thought they signed is not what they signed, my nigga. And it's not happening. Do some research. Whatever it is that they said they were giving, look it up and see if they're really giving anything. That's a perfect segue to the, kind of my closing thoughts. Um, What's that? Before, before we end this, so, well, this will this will be the last time I do a podcast regarding anything NFL. Sweet. Um, due to the teams constantly moving, basically losing my team, um, the Colin Kaepernick situation, 
it, it's just really exposed the owners and the league for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's given me an extra day of the week to no longer care about football, mm-hmm. um, no longer to press Monday through Wednesday. So, and, you know, when the Raiders shit the bed. And uh, so from here on out, you're done. Well, I'm done. You and I can talk. We'll talk. Oh, yeah. We, well, no. Yeah, we'll definitely do that, but we can still talk off the air about shit now. Come yeah. on. Me and you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking in a formal setting. Oh, yes. You know, okay. I like, I'll talk basketball, and I love talking social issues with you. I oh, think yes. That's, you know, where we, we cover our, our best ground. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm, with the NFL, I just don't want to give it any more of my attention. And that's exactly why I took my break when I did. I just, I didn't want to care. I didn't want to have to watch. I only watch when it's my friends playing, you know, when I'm supporting them or obviously supporting my husband. But I was just like casually, I have, like I said, I haven't really been seeing a lot of teams full games because I haven't been giving a fuck. I haven't been giving it my energy because it's so full of shit. Everything's so fucked up. But, you know, I'm a sports kind of girl. I got a job to do. I'm, I want to entertain the folks. I want to give them some realness. You know, I'm always going to talk about the issues mixed in with the games just so I can still drop some knowledge on the asses <laughs> in my own way. You know, but this is going to be a predominantly basketball podcast very, very soon. So oh, I would I love to have you on again. I can't wait because we're on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to LeBron. Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> It's going to be fun. I love arguing with you. <laughs> All right. Thanks well, for having me on. Uh, thank you, too. I appreciate you. Peace. Late. Yo, that's the show. I'm so, so sorry that I kept you guys so long. I was trying to keep it short, but, you know, when the conversation starts flowing and everything, start talking and shit gets good, so... It's about a two-hour episode. I apologize, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Shout-out to Hustle. Shout-out to Raider Bounty. Shout-out to my nigga Tax. Um, please pass my link around. Share it, my nigga. If you share it, I'm going to keep going. If I feel like y'all are not really fucking with it, I'm going to fucking stop. I'm not even playing with you. and start focusing on my fucking talk show and trying to create a whole other lane of entertainment with sports and a real bitch. So thank you very much for tuning in and I will holler at y'all next week. Peace.